1: Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothman back in the chair. We fell to a dramatic defeat at home to Wolverhampton Wanderers. I welcome some legends to the podcast. And when I say legends, I don't mean Stan old Cullis. People. You
0: mean old people.
1: I mean I don't mean Stan Cullis. Okay I don't mean Billy Wright, Ron Flowers, Steve Bull.
2: Beverly sisters.
1: <laughs> Derek Dugan. Kenny Hibbit. Remember a few of those? I the, them all. Yeah, the old gold mm. of Wolverhampton Wanderers. No, I welcome instead Stuart Brodkin, John Stapleton, and dramatically bringing down the age, average age, Tony Newgrosh. Good evening. Listen, I've heard, read, seen lots of excuses for why Manchester City fell to a surprising defeat after the start that Wolves had had. No leader following company's departure. I won't read them all out. No KDB. uh, Stuart. Give, what, in your view, what is the main reason why we lost that game?
2: Uh, how long have you got?
1: <laughs> We've got about forty-seven minutes.
2: Uh, we were very sloppy at the back. Uh, we didn't. We only had two shots on target. Uh, it was poor. Uh, I don't know. We didn't seem up for it, and the Wolves were the opposite of that. They were well up for it. I, I, I really can't. I can't understand it. I, I, I'll never understand what happened yesterday.
1: What happened yesterday? Stuart can't understand it. You must be able to understand it.
3: It's very simple. We played two midfielders in defence. We played Otto who simply cannot stay on his feet. He's like a drunk Bambi. And we got punished. Uh, they played the perfect away game, Wolves. Quarters on the break twice. Job done.
0: Good luck to them. They did very well. I think we were lucky not to be 3-0 down at half-time, quite frankly. <laughs> it was that bad. Uh, the defence just did a runner. basically. Uh, Otto Mendy had an absolute stinker. Tony's uh, so absolutely right. Every time he goes to ground, we get, we're, we're in trouble. Midfield created ne- next to nothing. As uh, Stuart just said, we had two shots on target. Neither of them were easy chances either, to be fair. So we were never in it, frankly. Um, I couldn't understand why, you know, watching particularly, right through the, you know, through the second half as well, why we kept lobbing all these high balls into the penalty area. <laughs> they got three giants there, and we got three midgets trying to take the ball off them. We're <laughs> we uh, hoping hell.
1: It did seem flat, didn't the whole thing? We we heard obviously before the game started. Mendy is injured again. Um, sick note, Mendy. Uh, I don't think he's played sort of more than two games in, on the trots in his whole City career, which is hugely disappointing. So we had to make that shuffle at fullback, as you said. So let's just go through some of these, then, kind of one at a time, if we can, because we don't lose at home very often, and we don't lose to nil very often. Anybody, any ideas last time we lost to nil at the Etihad Stadium? Anybody want to have a guess how long ago that was and who it was against?
0: Two years ago, can't remember. Stuart? Two years ago, can't remember.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't remember they play. In, no. They play in red just outside Manchester oh, United. United. <clears throat> yeah, March 2016 when when Pellegrini was in charge against Stretford yeah. Maybe it's a we long, don't want
0: to remember. <laughs> it's a long
1: time ago. It doesn't happen.
2: No, We've lost four games, four Premier League games under Guardiola, including yesterday.
1: And that's two this season that's already. Two,
2: yeah, two. The, no, not home.
1: Oh, so you're talking about home, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So listen, let, let, let's go through this. So, so let's talk about this defence, because most of the press, most of Twitter is talking about defence. I think John's right, we need to come and talk about the attack as well, because that's mm. clearly letting us down as well. Maybe we should talk about the midfield as well. Let's, talk, let's start at the back then, and, and what's going on. What, what are his options, though? At this moment in time, let me put an option to you. Why doesn't he play the two youngsters who have been playing together through the youth team? Why didn't he just play the, the two youngsters, Garcia and, and Taylor Bellis? Uh, Taylor, um... Together... Uh, yeah, why not? In the Premier League?
0: Yeah. I doubt he would. Listen, we're
1: all saying that Ottoman is one. not good enough. We're, yeah. s- you know, we're saying yeah. that, that, that we've got Fernandinho, who's, who's a fantastic footballer, but he's not a centre back. Taylor Harwood Bellis and Garcia, some people are saying stick him in there, give him a go.
2: Well, I, I might play one of them, I wouldn't play both.
0: I agree. I, I, so I wouldn't play both of them. I mean, I know hopefully, by the time we play Palace on the 19th of October, uh, John Stones will be fit anyway, so he can come in. And I'd play John Stones and Fernandinho. And, uh, and with, uh, Garcia, I think, is a good option. The other lad I've, I've, I've only seen in, in the you know, uh, close season. It looks very good, but tall order for a, a kid of that age.
1: I'm putting out. Listen, Tony. Yeah. You know what I'm doing here. I'm just trying to come up with some solutions. Here. I know. I don't think we need something.
0: Would be too happy, though, would he, if he
3: uh, bloodied two youngsters like that? No, you should play one of them. Absolutely, you should have given him a run out. You know, we we could have come on for ten minutes the last game or something like that. I, I would like to see it.
1: And what about fullbacks then? What what what's the answer? Because Walker had a, in inverted commas, tummy bug at half time, which is why he was substituted. Mm. I'm I'm not sure if I believe that. Which is maybe I, I, I shouldn't say that. But I, I was suspicious at the time. I thought it was to do with form rather than any sort of injury or any illness. Um, and it kind of it just just didn't work, did it? It just it just we just don't look right. We don't have balance. We just don't look strong enough at the back. And all good teams are built from the back, and and it, we're vulnerable.
0: We're really vulnerable at the moment. Yeah. Well, he brought Zinchenko. A lot of Zinchenko. I'm a fan of Zinchenko. (coughs) My my prodigy is Zinchenko. I thought Zinchenko did okay. Uh, The other guy, Cancelo, was contributed to to at least one goal by uh, Mm -hmm. a mistake to, to, to at least one goal. So that wasn't, that wasn't good. I, don't, I mean, Mendy's a mystery to me. Did we not do some kind of check on this guy before we signed him for all that money? I mean, it, was he always prone to injury in this way? I mean, he's, he, are you quite right? I, I can't remember when he's played more than two, two games on the I trot. don't think
1: he's done two on the track, more than I think. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's the, the statistic. I mean, that's it problem. certainly feels
0: that way.
2: <laughs> but he's, he'd be back <laughs> after the international break, as will Stones and as will De Bruyne. So <clears throat> we've got more options.
1: What about the, well, where do we go next? What about the midfield then? I mean, you can't, listen. There's an argument that says we're missing De Bruyne, but I think, Stuart, you've made the point already. Yeah. We, we didn't have him last season for he, many, many he played games. about
2: 12 Premier League games yeah. last season, and we were brilliant. But we are.
1: Listen, we're but missing. But he's it. played we're, better this season. He's, like he's played. He's, yeah. Everybody's talking about already being Footballer of the Year, being the best player we've got. We, you, you miss a player like that, particularly in, in games like that, where they've got five at the back, three sitting very tightly in front of them as well. It's, it's not easy to get through. You'd need someone with the skill of De Bruyne to, to find that killer pass to, to, to get through that.
3: He's world class. Unquestionably, but we're at home against wolves. Let's remember they'd been. Where is it in Turkey? Was it on yeah, Thursday yeah, night? They yeah. should have been absolutely exhausted. They should have been out of their out on their feet at some point in that game, and they were magnificent. They were doubling up. How many times did Mares or Sterling get one on one with the fullback and get past them? It just didn't happen, and we didn't have the creativity to do that. And sadly, David Silver
0: for me was a, a bit of a disappointment as well. Yes, just. Wasn't quite there, was it? A couple of beautiful passes, but I, I did wonder why Foden was not brought on. To be quite honest with you, I mean, I, I, I presume he brought Jesus on towards the end because he thought go for goal, go for goal. But you know, Foden was sitting there doing nothing once again.
1: But he brought Bernardo on, didn't he? To be fair, he brought
0: Bernardo on. Yeah, he did. He did that. that that's true. Um, I, I, I personally would have given Foden a chance. I'd give Foden a chance against against Crystal Palace. Maybe Kevin De Bruyne is not fully fit. He can at least start the game on the bench. But they, they didn't create very much at all. Gundogan, I thought, took a lot of stick. I'm, I'm told on social media, uh, unfairly, in my view, is no worse than anybody else, in fact, arguably better than some. Uh, I don't know why he gets uh, so much uh, um, verbal bees from certain City fans. I I don't get it at all. But no, everything, I mean, every aspect of our game uh, at the weekend was below par, way, way below par. uh, No one escaped criticism. Particularly
3: Mares, I thought, was disappointing as well. We built
0: him up the past few weeks. That was his big opportunity
3: again. And I I didn't even realise he was playing for the first 20 minutes. (laughs) Genuinely. He had
0: one good shot, one good shot at their goalie's head. Sorry, Stuart. Okay. uh, so
1: we're saying that, listen, everybody had a, had a poor game. I think when you look at the marks across all the newspapers, there were four or fives and maybe the odd six. But if, if, in terms of city standards, they were well below par, as we've all said. Can we just add another dimension in here? And I talked about, obviously, company going. Uh, and, yeah, hindsight's a wonderful thing. We didn't know we were going to pick up another injury. And at the time, we could fill in. We've got sort of Otamendi, We've got Stones. We've got Laporte. Uh, Fernandinho could do a job. Cancelo can do a job. Walker can do a job. Then you lose someone like Laporte then it kind of does give you some problems. But I'm talking more about leadership. And I had a problem when City announced, like, these three captains. I've got a real issue with that. How can you go from a leader-like company, clearly on the pitch and off the pitch, to kind of them sharing it around? It just doesn't feel right. And I felt a game like that yesterday... Needed some sort of leadership, and I didn't see anybody taking on that role. Does, does that ring true with you? Do, do you see that? Do you feel that, or am I just on a read, reading too much into it? What's your view on the whole leadership? I'm not question? so sure that
2: captaincy in football is that important. But I, we, but Stuart, we used to talk. That.
1: But we used to talk about company being yeah, a leader a, a cap- on the pitch. A company was a, a lot.
2: great leader, uh, but you know, I agree on that. But there aren't many people in the in the in the football world that are like him. So, I, I'm not so sure having no leader on the field uh, is a big, a big minus. Um, that's and, just and me. If, that's just me.
0: He wasn't on the field a lot of time, was he? Yeah. Kevin, he was injured that often. I mean, well, he we, was a leader in the dressing room. Ha- we had a shared captaincy anyway, by, by default, because he was, he was injured half the time. More than half the time. Yeah. But, but I, that, that
2: run-in
1: towards the end of last season, to be fair, he, a played, he played a more, more than he didn't play. And, and I believe that he did make a huge difference. Yeah. That, that's, I suppose, what I'm trying to... Yeah. I'm trying to compare that yeah. run-in with kind of the form that we're enjoying at the moment, or not, as the case may be. <laughs> so
0: who would you have as captain, then, if David Silva doesn't do the job? Well, I
1: just you? don't think David Silver has the personality, or mm. the... You know, he's, he's not... A I mean, A, mild, a, mag- it, yeah. the, the, a magnificent player, a, a City legend, there is no doubt. But is he really a leader? I'm not sure if he is. I don't think he has that stature. I don't, do you know who, I, I don't know. I Roy don't know. Roy Keane's available. Yeah, Indeed, yeah. Edison. I, I don't think no. captains work necessarily as leaders. I, I don't know what the answer is. So I'm just to, I think he's probably the one who potentially I see as filling that. He takes up the armband, does doesn't he? When, when he does, well, they, they swear it round. They, yeah. they share it around, don't they? That's that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Can we talk about up front then? Because you know we've had this debate as well before that that if we've taken our chances, uh, if we score more goals than them, you know, we, we, we 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 win games and, and Pep's teams in particular. Uh, that's how he plays. We'll always score more than you. You might score one or two, but we're all gonna, and, and we are we're not scoring, we're not taking our chance, we'll come on to the European game where we had 437 chances and scored twice, one of them in the 95th minute. Um, and, of course, so at the weekend we didn't score at all. So, you could argue there's maybe something not quite working up but top. But is we that... did
2: get eight the week before.
1: Absolutely. And, and we celebrated that. we
2: could have that. had 15, we could have had 12.
1: We could. Yeah, but, okay. you know, in
0: the last two games it's kind of yeah, two and none. Okay. But, John? But, you... but hang on a sec. <coughs> I just looked at the league before I came in into the studio. We've scored 27 goals yeah. in eight games i mean what do you want for six months or oh, 900 million pounds <laughs> uh you know <laughs> you know uh, it's not bad it's three times as many goals as the other team in manchester yep uh we uh, comparing
1: we're, them with ourselves oh, with them now. no are no we? no i'm just just making the point just making the point
0: um 27 goals in eight games ain't half bad uh it's you know more than my if my mental risk and i'd fail a level of math so correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> it's about three more than three goals a game so it ain't too bad i mean all right it's, this weekend was a disaster. Let's just write it off. Move on. mean, Palace will score four.
1: Is that it? Just write it off. We're not. Bothered, you're not bothered about this. This sort of our front two or three not scoring.
3: Well, Sergio, I think had fewer touches than I'd seen in any game, and I don't think it's his fault. He wasn't getting the service, as John said before. You can't hoof balls up in the air for him to beat Bolly in the air. I mean, He didn't even have to use his fist this year, yeah. did he? Um, it's crazy. So I think. It, there was something wrong throughout the team, and it does worry me when we're so vulnerable at the back. I think that does put doubt the whole way through the team, doesn't it? And we were caught on the break how many times, as John said. It could have been five or six yesterday, and we had, what, two good chances? Yeah. Not good enough. No. Oh, and we Sorry. did
1: give the ball away a lot, didn't we? Exactly. we do, which City teams under Pep don't do that. We
2: don't normally do that, no, ever. I mean, that's one of the things he hates, to see the ball given away. And we were giving it away in very dangerous positions, you know, halfway line.
0: Halfway. But I mean, we've we just spent 12 minutes, by my reckoning, <laughs> discussing this disaster, right? You know, Let's not forget, uh, Nigel, it, we have 30-odd games left to play. In January of last year, we were seven points behind and we still won the title. Uh, this is still early October, and Bonfire Night is a month away, and we, and we are eight points behind. Not good, it will be a mountain to climb, but I just I laugh my socks off at these people saying, title's gone, Pep should be psyched. I mean, come on, get a life.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm saying that, I'm just trying to do I my to job I'm you are. I'm just, be... <laughs> I'm just trying to do my job here, John. Yeah. Uh, but what I would say in, our, in answer to that is the fact that we've already lost two games and drawn one Yes And we're in So We've only played seven Now that, that's kind of Unprecedented under Pep so that, that's So play, we've now played eight So it's yes. quite right Yeah indeed Sorry thank you You, are an, you are an accountant Yes aren't you? I am Yes yep, yep, Good That's why you're
2: here We, we shouldn't overreact I mean it's, it's A blip It was a very poor effort Yesterday but You know As John says We've got 30 games to play In the Premier League It's gone and though league's Liverpool... gone. League,
1: league's gone hasn't it Stuart League's gone
2: Never. No, <laughs> Liverpool. Liverpool have ridden their luck tremendously. This but that's season. what. That's
1: what winners do. Is that? that's what. That's what. Yeah, champions do. it can't, yeah, that. That. It, it, can't it, go
2: on. It, it can't. Exactly. It cannot go on. For uh, you know, the other week against Sheffield United, the goalkeeper it went through his legs. That would have been two points down. The, the
1: T-shirts are being printed Yesterday, on those stolen printers in Liverpool as we speak.
2: No, I don't care. Saturday. Um, that wasn't a penalty.
0: You know. That's a, that's a. That's, That's what simulation. champions do.
1: That's what champions do. They yeah, win yeah. in I, the final minute of I, every and game. And we've oh, had don't. a bit of luck
0: as well in our time. You know, I mean, we, we always remember because we're city fans. We always remember the dark side. <laughs> we always remember, oh, it's all, it's all the conspiracy against city to stop me. I mean, the paranoia amongst our fans sometimes makes me laugh our socks off. You know, come on, luck goes both ways. <laughs> this luck Liverpool have had, which is you know been seemingly endless, must end sometime. Yes. Liverpool's it must end.
1: Liverpool's title, Tony done sorted.
3: Well. It's looking that way, but we said is this a blip? I'm a bit more concerned than that. Norwich, I thought we were lucky midweek, to be honest. Okay. Everton could easily have turned us over last week. They could easily have won that game. And we've been shown that we're vulnerable, we've been shown that we can't handle the pressure at the back, and frankly we handed the keys to the Etihad fortress to Wolves yesterday and other teams will copy that. So I am worried, albeit yes, Stones will be back shortly. That will help. God forbid Mendy's fit for more than two games, that will help. But
0: it needs to be sorted. I, I agree with you about the, the, the tactics they employ being copied. I think that's a, that's a concern because they were, they were very clever, weren't they, with what, what they did. They were
1: brilliant.
3: Uh,
0: yeah. And other teams, will that will not go unnoticed. Sorry.
1: No, don't apologize. I think you're absolutely right. So let's, let's talk about solutions then. So, so we know what the issues are. There's lots of potential solutions. John, you mentioned Foden. Mm-hmm. I mean, is now the time to say actually let's give the lad a chance I think, so I would,
0: I think I'd give him a run at Crystal Palace actually yeah so
1: in the starting 11 you know, yeah yeah, yeah. instead we... of who the, the, give David give not his dad David a rest actually yeah?
0: yeah I mean uh, he, should be, he doesn't play for Spain anymore does he so he'll have a bit of a rest anyway the next couple of weeks yeah but but why not uh, if De Bruyne is <laughs> fit then, you know put him in with De Bruyne um, I, you know every time he's come on Virtually every time Phil Foden's come on, he's impressed. You know, yeah. I mean that, that goal, that last minute goal, will come to the other game in, in a tick. You know, he, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a potential winner, and Pep loves him, and I am concerned that. You know, I know he's only 19 years old, but he is going to get frustrated. And, and, and you know, everyone, you know, people who know far, far more about this than me say, this guy's an absolute genius, he's, he's a winner, should hold on. I'm, I'm concerned that, you know, if he doesn't get enough starts by, by the end of the, uh, this season, he'll think about going somewhere else. That would be a great loss.
2: What do you think Pep's problem is with Foden? I mean, he said he's the greatest talent he's seen for a very long time, yet he won't give him an opportunity to show that talent. Do you think he's frightened he'll burn him out?
1: No, I I think he recognises he's playing in one of the greatest football teams ever to grace the Premier League.
0: But But he reckons he's as good as anybody we've got. Well, maybe now's the time, Stuart. Maybe maybe, now that we're not looking necessarily yeah, every week like the greatest true, football yeah. team that's ever graced our uh maybe this is the time to give yeah. them a break.
3: Well, you say that, but Palace is now a must-win game. Yeah. And it's a tough place to go there. They're the fourth, think, yeah, the fourth in the league. And they've surprised us all, to be fair, haven't they? Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's the type of place it'll, it'll, it'll be a physical game. Is that really the place to play, Phil? I don't
1: know. What do we change then, Tony? We've talked about potentially playing Foden instead of uh, David Silva. You talked about the leaky defence, and looks like you see that as a priority. What would you What would you change then for Palace? You're now the manager. You can make whatever changes you like. What What are we going to do? What in terms of starting? Line up for the Palace game in terms of the back four. Start with the back four form. You keep the goalkeeper, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but what about the back four? What are you going to change?
3: Well, it's all up for grabs, really, at the moment, isn't it? I mean, do we stick with this four-three-three formation? The concern has always been that Rodri gets overrun in midfield, he doesn't get the support. Maybe we need to shore things up by playing. Two in the centre of the midfield. That would have to be Fernandinho. And maybe you bring bringing Garcia at the yeah. back. I don't know. That would give us, I think, a lot more solidity. But is mm. very much set on his 4-3-3. And to be fair, it's worked pretty bloody well. Um, you hope Mendy will be back. You hope Stones will be back. Uh, we hope uh, De Bruyne will be back. So, you know, if we can get a few of those players on the pitch, we're good enough to beat anyone our day. But we just need to tighten up a bit. And maybe now's the time to be a little bit more
2: pragmatic. Ottomandi must be rested. "Quotes." Uh, I would go with Garcia and Stones at, at the back. Um, I think I don't. Want, I don't think we should tamper with the team too much. Look, look how many games we've won. You know, with these players, uh, Foden. I, I think Palace might not be the right place to play him. You know, in a full Premier League game, but uh, he's got to come into the side very soon.
0: He, I, 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 I try. I try Garcia and, and Stones. Stones is fit uh, in the middle, and I, I, I would give Foden a run out because you know he's, he's waited long enough, and he, he's not exactly inexperienced now. You know, he's got. He, he's, he's sat on the bench a lot. He's played in the cup games in the you know FA Cup. He's, I think he's played in the FA Cup. He's played. certainly played in the Carabao Cup, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's not. It's not as always completely raw. Uh, yeah, I give him a run.
1: All right, well, we're going to come back shortly and talk about the atmosphere in the stadium, we'll talk about uh, the, the international break, and we'll talk also about that amazing victory in Europe. And we'll do that straight after this. Welcome back. Just before we move on from the Wolves game, just a couple of other aspects I want to touch on, and that's the, the number of bookings. Uh, no game is ever complete without Fernandinho getting a booking, taking one for the team. Apart from that, we did have City players diving in and, and giving lots of bookings away. Was that just the nature of the game kind of going away from us, and we were starting to feel the pressure? Any any thoughts or reflections on that? Which is just, just the, the way it went
0: sound of desperation I think basically Um number of players caught out from time to time left with little option uh, I didn't think the referee had a bad game particularly um, I mean you could argue about one or two of the bookings but then you always can can't you depending on where you're sitting and who you're supporting I didn't, I, I, no it didn't, didn't over, overly concern me but it was a sign of, of the weakness of the side in my view
2: Even when we're on top we give away free kicks just outside the area a lot Often when the player's going away from the from our penalty area, we bring him down.
3: Why? We were a bit naive as well at times, weren't yeah. we? They were just inviting us to nudge them. And we nudged them and they fell over and <laughs> it was a free kick and all the pressure's off again. No, we needed to be a bit cleverer as well.
1: So just picking up on the referee, I, as you know, I don't like to... Criticise referees too much As I'll be wearing the black myself again This weekend coming But uh, there was one particular incident That that did infuriate the City fans and me Where there was a substitution to be taken Where the play was right by the touchline And the player walked almost past the referee yeah. to go all the way down, and he sort of held his watch up, saying, "Don't worry, I'm adding the time on." But he could have he could have absolutely nipped that in the bud by saying, "Stopping him and getting him to go off by the, the shortest uh, route," which well, is the new the new law this that's season. That's we're supposed to do now. Exactly. Yeah, it, would, it's things like that that doesn't help yeah. the referee in those situations. No, but it it was,
0: i it I, I that right in front of where I'm sitting, and uh, yeah, I, the frustration around me was, was I'm sure that around you, and he, he should have done it quite right. But overall, I didn't think he did too badly. You
1: know,
3: can't blame the ref for the game. I think he actually ushered him off that way. He sort of. Yeah. Sorry, it's a podcast, he? you can't see, but he sort of pointed towards <laughs> yeah. the dugouts, didn't he? Yeah. So the player I, well, went. Whether well,
1: well, the ref just forgot and was just so used to having refs for years, you know, get off now rather than yeah. get it, it can be easily done. Anyway, uh, let's not spend too much time on the ref. Let, let's talk about the atmosphere, though, John. Um, you're obviously a regular, uh, as we all are at the Etihad, and. Uh, I thought it was flat. I thought it was quiet. And, I... and, and I'd, sometimes they say we need an early goal to get them going. But the Wolves fans were magnificent throughout, I felt. But yeah. I just felt the whole... And, yeah, we've said they didn't play that well and there might be a reason for that. It did feel flat and quiet.
0: I, didn't, I don't share your view about that. I really? I thought it wasn't bad uh, at all. I mean... We'll talk about the, the European game. I mean, those Croatian fans were something else. Again. We were, were not in the same league for making the noise as, they, as, as them. But I thought we, our fans did pretty well, really, in encouraging the team. They made a fair bit of noise from time to time. But at the end of the day, I mean... Let's not just just cast our minds back to the Stuart Pearce uh, uh, era. You know, <laughs> it was like sitting in the Central Library, in Manchester. You know, sure. and, because, and why? Because there was nothing to shout about. Now, if you, if you know, if you're not, if you playing the sort of game we played on, on, on Sunday, which is frustrating for the fans to watch, you're not creating any chances. You know, there's not a great deal to shout. Out. I thought they did pretty well, nevertheless, Stuart. Flat.
3: Reasonably flat, yes. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it was a, all a little slow at times to build it, wasn't it? There was none of that fast breaks that really gets you excited. Yeah. It, it was a little bit frustrating. The ball kept going back, but that's because Wolves did such a good job on us. They just closed down every single option. See, David Silver turning back on himself all the time.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a great atmosphere, I would agree. Uh, would you take City not winning anything to see Stretford relegated?
0: <laughs> I saw somebody suggesting this. No, no, in my view, no. I want City to keep winning things. I don't want them to win anything, but I don't want. To. I want City to keep winning things. No, I would I take it, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> hundred percent.
3: So I, didn't, I wasn't there for that heel in seventy three. See, so, so exactly, no, it would. It, I would die a happy man. Yes.
1: <laughs> so let's just be clear. So, so no Premier League, no, none of the I cups. Think. Absolutely nothing but Stretford for get relegated. So we move
0: into the Manchester United we see now, do we? Yeah. we We, we need this team that can't do anything. Like <laughs> to, <laughs> never, <laughs> one of the softs.
3: Yeah? Okay. You know what, guys? We went 40 years without winning a trophy. We'll cope for one year. And we've come out of that. This, yeah. this, you know, this, we've waited for our day in the what, sun. So we've only won seven trophies in three years. It's still not a
0: bad you'd
1: return. Take, is I, it? Do you know? I kind of, I'm kind of siding with Tony here. I, I, do you know? I could just have a year off. You know, not particularly as the way we've started. You
0: know before, so have a year. Yeah.
1: Well, exactly. But as knowing where we are. Do you know? I, I, I think I'd take it, Tony. I think a I think as well. I don't heel. mind. I don't, for them to just think of it, for them to get relegated. Having said all
0: that, having said all, there's a wonderful tweet from uh, Paul Dickoff who said when he when we we'd lost two 0 and then he saw the United result. And he said, "Every cloud, <laughs> every yeah, cloud, exactly." <laughs>
1: exactly. So you're you're, keeping, you're you're going with John, are you? So it's two, two against two, is it? I'm so with a, John,
0: definitely.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't really care about United. They're not a threat to us to any of the top six. Um, Ollie was talking about... uh, Is it Ollie or Olay?
1: I have no idea. Who cares?
2: Um, (laughs) He was talking about top four. They're they're more likely to be relegated than being the top four. I I don't care what they do. I really don't. They will not recover... From the position, position they're in at the moment, it will take them three to four years.
1: Fine, we're spending far too much yeah. time on them. I'm thinking more about City. So let, let's talk about that European game, which yeah. obviously didn't take place in Europe, It took place in England. Which yeah, I don't think. Europe. Oh, we're we still right? in. I thought we. So I thought we were out. Sorry, yeah. I beg your pardon. When technically <laughs> correct. <laughs> It seems a long time ago yeah. now, John. One of those games, I just remind people, Dinamo Zagreb, 2-0 to City, uh, Sterling in the 66th minute and Phil Foden in the 95th, both substitutes,
0: of course. Yeah. But could have been about 37-0. Should have been, uh, you know, really. Except that, you know, they, if you have a team that puts 10 men in the penalty box uh, and never leaves the penalty box, it's, it becomes hard work. We should have had more, though. Or we should have had a bag full by half-time y- yet again. I counted, I think, eight missed chances in the first half it the whole game. Can't remember. Anyway, eight missed chances certainly. Um, and you know, having said all that, I repeat what I said earlier on: we, we can't berate the forwards. They have scored in, in the league twenty-seven goals in eight games. It was just a, a, a very difficult night for them. And the the Croatian fans were something else. And we will come to what they did at the end of the game perhaps later. But in terms of their vocal support, they were astonishing.
1: Stuart, any, any further no. reflections? I've said it does yeah, seem a yeah. long time ago now. but uh...
2: It was difficult because you can't counter-attack a team that doesn't attack you. So we were just literally playing up against the ten men, like John was saying. Uh, it's very, very tough to beat, you know, to beat that sort of a, a wall. Uh, a lot of the shots we had went over the bar. They were, a lot of the players were leaning back when they were taking those shots. I'm, I was a bit surprised about that. Paul, they
0: played well, though, didn't he? They played okay.
2: Yeah, Yeah. their defenders just put their bodies on the line, basically. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to compare the two games,
3: really, isn't it? Because we, you know, 76% against Wolves, 18 shots. I mean, on the bare face of the stats, we dominated the Wolves game as well, but I don't think any of us would claim we should have won that. So you just wonder was there this almost, well, as long as we turn up a game, we weren't great the other night, we still won 2 0. And that attitude, I think, just pervaded the team on Sunday. Do you,
0: do you Sunday. Really think? I, I've never played professional football. I've never played anything more than schoolboy football, and I was bad at that. But do you really think professional footballers who are earning that kind of money go into any game thinking, "Ah, oh, well, you know, it's a bit of piece of cake"? This will what, what, what try hard because I don't believe that. Honestly, I mean, I'm not. I'm just calling you a lie. i just think No, no. I, I, think, I just don't think professionals in any sport take that kind of line, take that kind of attitude.
1: Should, but do you not think, John, they go into some games thinking this is going to be easier than the game? Look, they're not going to have the same, surely, the same mental well, approach. They might are have are the they back, that disciplined? Or they they might they
0: have it? at the back of their mind the fact that you know, Wolves, are, for example, on, on, yeah, on Sunday, Wolves already got 17 points, City got 16, therefore, in theory, this should be easy. But once they get on the pitch surely that, that leaves them. Once you get on the pitch, it's a, it's a battle between them and us. And, you know, they're professional people. They're, they're, you know, carefully honed, skilled athletes. You know, they're going to do their level best, out of thought. I don't believe they'd think, oh, this is a big piece of cake. I don't have to run so fast. I don't have to try so hard. I don't have to tackle so often. I can't believe that.
3: I don't know, actually. No, I, don't I mean, know from either. the I... kick-off, we just weren't quite right, were I we? Think we? What is it? It's a mental thing. It has to be. I mean, huh? how sloppy were we?
2: Do you think Guardiola didn't G them up enough? I mean, that's his job. I, I thought they were complacent.
1: It's a word he would not like to hear you no. say, Stuart.
2: It's a word that he would the never associate with, uh, with our manager, but I think I think they were slightly. Underestimated the opposition, perhaps. Thought, well, we've scored 27 goals in seven league games. That's a record, by the way. Well, you just turn up, take a few shots, and it's job done. But that's not the case in the Premier League. You can't do that.
1: How do you see the season sort of panning out from here, then, Stuart? Because, Badly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I, you know...
2: I think, I think, um, depending on the, how we do at Liverpool in November, uh, I think he might put all his eggs in one basket and go for the Champions League. Absolutely, Champions League or bust. And I think with the way the Euro- European football is at the moment, we've got a fantastic chance of winning that trophy.
0: Yeah, I, it's interesting. I, Oliver Holt, on Sunday writer, who's a friend of mine, and uh, uh, a guy I'm Harry Garforth, said exactly that straight after our result. He said, City, Liverpool to win the league, City to win the Champions League. I'm not so confident about the Champions League. Mm-hmm. I still think it's possible we could win, win, win the Premiership. Uh, and For some reason or other, we always seem to slip up in the Champions League. Um, but it, it may well be the case this year round. He, we put all our eggs in that basket, and wouldn't, wouldn't it be wonderful to win the Champions League if we are going to be banned, wouldn't it be wonderful to be banned as the champions? <laughs> <laughs> as the champions being banned. Racking, wouldn't it? Well, it would kill Liverpool. If
2: Liverpool won yeah. the Premier League and we won the Champions League, they would be yes. beside themselves, yes. I believe.
1: Your thoughts, Tony, on this dilemma? Is it, or is it, we going for all, does Pep just not see it? How do you think Pep would see all that? Is he, would he sacrifice one for the other, or is he still going for all four?
3: I think for now he'll go for all four, but I agree, probably his priority is the Champions League. And, and why not, I think... Please, God, we'll have our star defender back in the new year. Perfect time for the uh, all of the cup competitions to come to fruition. So, listen, as we said, God forbid we should only win, what, one trophy this year. I'd still be delighted. So, and we only finished second in the league. Could you imagine if I told you that 20 years ago? You'd be disappointed finishing second in the premiership. You'd have bitten my hand off for that in the cup.
1: Uh, and do you think Pep started the season with that mentality? Do you think he's got that Champions League ringing in his ears from the owners? All part of the, the big the big project at Manchester City. It's the it's that monkey on the back. The one trophy we've not won. Do you think that was ringing in his ears? Do you think maybe why Stuart has described it as complacency because it's not really we've won it twice now. It's not really the major priority.
3: I think certainly the powers that be see that as, as the, the completion of the project to a certain extent. And we would all love us to win it. So, yeah, I think, I think we may not have a choice, to be honest. I think by <laughs> Christmas we were, may well be waving goodbye to the Premier League whether we like it or not. So, listen, four trophies to go for. We'll, we'll do our best.
1: I'll, I'll take a couple of
3: cups.
2: Guardiola has always said that the Premier League is his priority. Always. He says He, says, that. he that. says
1: Phil Foden's the best player he's ever, ever yeah, coached no, he in his life. Play. He said that <laughs> as well.
2: No, but I think, I think he might look at it and say, look, we need to win, I think, nine games in the Champions League and we won, the, we won it. Not
0: 30-odd.
1: Champions League, I know we, we keep covering this. Sorry, John, but we keep covering this one. Champions League, Premier League, priorities. Well, you know,
0: my priority is Premier League. Always, I, I, because as has just been stated, it, it's more difficult to win. you to play far more games and it's the domestic trophy, which I, I certainly covered and I'm, I, loads of other City fans uh, covered. Champions League would be fantastic, icing on the cake. I know it's what the owners want, uh, but f- quite frankly, it wouldn't... I'd much rather win, win, the, win, the, win the Premier League
1: Do you really honestly believe That the Premier League is still on With this, this amount of deficit With the, sort of, the, the defensive frailties we have The injuries we have you If we can think...
0: survive until, within shouting distance Until Christmas, yes um, and that's, I know it's a big if mm. But if we can shore up that defence and, and just hang on And stay within say five, even seven points Of Liverpool until Christmas I think we're in with a fighting chance
3: It's so frustrating this transfer window isn't it? it? Used to be so exciting. You get the read the paper in the morning. There, you had new signing. Yeah. You know? But it seems crazy. Players will just hoard. I mean, we'll just hoard more defenders now, won't we? Um, but there's nothing we can do. So, as you say, I, I fear when we go to Anfield, that that could well be it.
0: Yeah. But I think, we, I think I've said before, we've got to win twice. We've got to beat Liverpool yes, twice yeah. yes. if we have any chance. If we
2: all. win at Anfield, it will be on again. If we don't win at Anfield,
1: yeah, no way. Well, it could be over at Crystal Palace, somebody just said earlier. No, 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 it's, it's a must-win game, Tony said.
2: We don't lose to teams like Crystal Palace, but we, did. we did at home. <laughs> we, Long- lost Long- Norwich, Long- we lost Long- to Norwich, and we lost to Long- Long- <laughs> all Wolves. Don't
1: lose to
3: they're them, all, do we, Stuart? They're all
2: moderate teams, and we, we beat all the others. And who did we lose to
3: last year at home, or last time you feel? I don't want to talk about
2: that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> There's an international break. Uh, which we won't talk about because we're not bothered about England. Um, But then we we do play Palace uh, away. Uh, So let's just sort of talk briefly about that. Our thoughts, I think Tony, you said, difficult place to go to. Uh, Never easy there. Partisan crowd, close to the pitch, old-fashioned ground, the old banging on the corrugated iron at the back of the stand. You know, we've all been there and seen that. Old-fashioned manager. (laughs) Absolutely. Old
2: manager. I think if we we take Zaha out of the game, we're okay. He's an absolute star for them.
0: Yeah. Creates
2: all sorts of problems.
0: I watched their game against West Ham. He yeah. was, he was He's man- brilliant. He was magnificent. Yeah. Actually,
2: he, I- he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be there, no. but he wants to advertise his
0: yeah. wares. I love going to pass it. A, it's not too far from me. <laughs> it's from me London. Um, <laughs> uh, but it is a fantastic atmosphere, and it's a shambles of the biggest slum in South London. But it's, it's a great atmosphere. It's a proper football club, It's ground, a proper it? football yeah. club, yeah. And they're nice it's people. You know, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're nice people, and it's great, great sport. Yeah. But it would be a tough game. I mean, let's not forget, I've said earlier on, they're fourth in the league, mm. you know, and, and we're second. So, you know, it's not going to be... It's never easy anyway with that atmosphere. Um, it would be a good game.
1: Before we go, let's just talk about two things that are not necessarily directly football related. One you touched on earlier, John, and that was the behaviour of the Zagreb fans and mm. the ripping up of seats and uh, some unsavoury um, behaviour, let's say. Yeah. Sort of, in the, and and the kind of also the, the Bernardo Silva. Um, racist tweet yeah. uh, issue has not gone away either. So two stories that probably we wouldn't really want to talk about ideally, but they're still there, they're still in the news. I think we still have a responsibility to talk about them. Your your thoughts on that, sort of a week or two on?
0: Well, I was there for the Zagreb game. Uh, I didn't see I, mean, I was backstage, as it were, by the time I heard about it, and 150 seats ripped up, uh, and both... <laughs> Clubs charge, apparently, because they threw the seats at our fans, and our some of our fans threw the seats back, and therefore were both in the dock, as it were, on that one. And it could well be that the Zagreb get ground is closed as a consequence, of they get the games played behind closed doors, which will save me an airfare. Um, and it's <laughs> uh, a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, not not good, not not good at all. And um, as for the uh, Bernardo Silva instance, since we last talked about it, not only have, do we have the tweet of him lightening his mate Mendy to the character in a confectionery uh, ad, uh, which is a little uh, black boy, saying, guess who, blah, 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 and the fury that caused. We now have uh, seen footage apparently being released, shot by Bernardo Silva, of uh, Mendy in a black tracksuit with the words Manchester City in white lettering across the front of the T-shirt. But Bernardo is saying, hey, guess what, guys, I've just seen Bernardo Silva... Uh, uh, Bernardo I've just seen uh, Benjamin Mendy... Uh, without any clothes on, joke, joke, joke. Um, my position on this remains exactly as it was before. I think he's a great guy. He's a very well-educated guy. Uh, he seems charming. I'm sure he's absolutely not a racist. Men is his best mate. But if you put that kind of stuff on Twitter, sorry, you're going to get clobbered. That's it. That's it.
1: And, and mine, for what it's worth, is... Uh, is Bernardo Silva sort of a racist? No. I don't believe he is. No, he's not. Has he some of the tweets and some of his behaviour... Being racist, sadly, in this day and age, the answer has to be yes. Uh, and I think there's a re-education that's required and some but action has to be we taken. We shouldn't
0: ban him from six games. Well, uh,
1: well uh, it's, the problem is, I don't know what the rules are. You know, if, if it is proved that this, it is racist, and again, we can have that argument yeah. either way and they're best mates and all the rest of it, I understand that. But if the rules say for a racist tweet, for example, it is a six-match ban, six ban, I think it's quite difficult to argue against Well, that.
0: how did Wayne Hennessy, who was seen to do a Nazi salute at a public gathering, right... Get away with nothing, and then I mean, and then say never heard of Hitler. I mean, he's either he's he either racist or as thick as mints.
1: Well, that that went through. That went through due process, and that was rightly
2: or wrongly, that was the decision that was made based on the evidence. Well, then, uh, then
0: uh, the, ju- the jury must be as thick as mints. I, 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 I
2: understand that. I, <laughs> I don't think there's a six-game ban for a racist remark outside the field of play. I think I think you can be banned for a, any number of games if it's on the field.
0: Oh. Okay. Uh,
2: who was the last team to rip up seats at our home ground?
0: No no idea. Idea. Millwall. Correct. Oof.
2: We were banned we were banned from Millwall. We were banned we because were banned. they
1: ripped up our seats. Yes.
2: I think wasn't at the time didn't
1: am I right thinking that Sean Go scored and went up and applauded to yes. 5000 empty seats in the corner Correct. Is that, is that yes. the, I remember yes, that did. so well. Yeah. That was wonderful. That was a great great picture. So, <laughs> I wasn't there, because there were empty seats, but I remember the picture of him going to the corner and applauding they, to the NBA, They may have ironically. provided
2: great support, but they, you know, they've, they've ripped up 150 seats.
1: Uh, absolutely, and, and also there's all sorts of unsavoury saloons and salutes and all the rest yeah. of it, which we've seen on social media. Can we just do with the Bernardo Silva thing again? I don't think you are on the last couple of weeks, Tony. I've been suggesting your view. Obviously, clearly two sides of the argument. No-one's <laughs> questioning that they're not best mates. But at the end of the day, my argument would be, in this day and age... And I've t- spoken, at the end of the day, we are four white blokes out here, and I've spoken to a number of sort of black guys who see it very, very differently. And I, and I think we have to understand that. Mm. You know, we're, we're, we're four white blokes here discussing this. I think if you're a black guy, you see it very, very differently.
3: Yeah, I think we have to accept that, albeit Mendy himself said quite clearly, I, I didn't take any offence. And I think the learning point is, why are you on social media exchanging schoolboy humour.
0: It's yeah. just not appropriate as John said, you run the risk of there, getting your butt kicked. There is one other argument I, I had a discussion with some fans, some people at City the other day, uh, and this is a difficult one to convey, but bearing in mind that Bernardo Silva is a clearly a very intelligent lad, he's got a business degree he's, you know, he's, his father's a lawyer he's a, he's a well-educated boy but the, the, the argument goes like this that in, even to this day in many European countries, including Portugal, right? that would not be seen as racist, right? Yes, absolutely. And the cultural gulf, as it were, between the atmosphere in which he was brought up as a kid and the UK is a significant one, and maybe there's an excuse for him in that regard. Although, I have to say, if he's that bright... He ought to know better.
1: And which is why I said, John, I believe there, should, there needs to be a re- some sort of education. Yeah, I right. And I think that's the action. I you're right. I, I'm not sure about the six matches or two matches. The most important thing is about education. Mm. Uh, I think that's really important. Because yeah. I think you're absolutely right. It, it varies from country to country. Yeah, 100%. And I agree completely with Tony that in this day and age, if you're going to do that, if it has to be a private WhatsApp message between the two mates, you cannot go public on social media with those sort of things. Mm. It's just not right. Mm.
0: Sure.
1: Listen... Uh, we finished on a negative, we started on a negative, uh, we're going to go to Palace after the international break and come out with a positive, I'm sure, and we look forward to talking about that in future weeks. A so huge thanks to my three guests, to so John Stapleton, to Stuart brockin and to Tony Newgrosh. This is Nigel Rothband saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.